to have passion in life is everything. What's your Everest? Oh, is it yeah. that 200 inch box? They just look so impressive when they're wide. Especially running away. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Eastman's Elevated. It's like a think tank for outdoor activity. It sounds exactly like my hunting. Just always thinking about it, always trying to evolve it and make it better. Here's your host, Brian Barney. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, got a brand new Eastman's Elevated for you. So today I have on the guys from Onyx. Uh, what a great group of guys. Uh, really fun to head over to Missoula and hang out with them. Um, just like-minded people where you get together and um, you start talking about your passions and pretty soon the, the conversation leads to hunting and which tags we have and hunts we want to go on and past hunts. And so uh, just really fun to hang out with them. Uh, this, this company, Onyx, it's just amazing. They, they started with just a, a vision of pairing technology and hunters to be able to navigate better, to keep you safe, uh, to be able to tell where you're at as far as private and public. And, and they just keep evolving this, this program. Um, you know, just the, the different features that they offer and overlays are just amazing. And I, I stated in the podcast a couple times, but it, it has absolutely changed the way I hunt, the way I scout. Uh, the way I navigate, what a useful tool. And so we go through their app and, um, you know, there's a, a lot of information in this one that helps me out, that's going to help me this season. Uh, just a lot of features that, that these guys are using that we talk about and explain. And then I go, gosh, I could I could really use that. So just a great podcast with these guys. Uh, they're passionate and, and like I say, they're always working on that app. So um, just a great couple guys. I really appreciate the recording. So the sponsor for today's show is Onyx. Um, yeah, again, just a great company, great products, uh, great people behind it. Um, just absolutely amazing. Changed the way I hunt and scout, and, and it's made me more successful. And, and I know I have the, the yearly membership for all 50 states that I get every single year. I love using it on my phone, love using it on my computer. We talk about that in the podcast and, and uh, just a, a great group of guys and a great company. And I can't thank them enough for, for stepping up and standing behind uh, Eastman's Elevated. Um, with that, uh, let's see, we got the, the Eastman's crew. We're all working hard. We're starting to plan our fall hunts. We all have our, our tags nailed down by now and trying to get our schedules laid out and, um, figure out, you know, what we're going to film and, and, uh, what we're going to go enjoy. And gosh, I got some, some good hunts coming up. I'm really excited for So yeah, it's all good. Um, we just had the Eastman's bow hunting journal come out. I had a article in there that I was really proud about, um, uh, stalking high country mule deer and gosh dan picard uh his his writing has um really come along not that it wasn't good at the start but um i just really enjoy reading his stuff he's just uh you know he's a, a backcountry bow hunter like i am and so i just relate to a lot of the things he talks about and his writing is so authentic and honest and and you know from his experience and so I really enjoyed Dan's articles of late too he's been doing a great job but yeah we're just gonna keep working away here and and uh, get into hunting season and just trying to get all my ducks in a row all my 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 honey-do list and uh not really a honey-do list it's kind of self-imposed but just get all my stuff done here so I'm ready to hit the hills and and uh, get after it but this is a, a great podcast 
really enjoyed sitting down with these guys, and I learned a lot, and uh, I know you guys will enjoy it too. So here we go, Onyx and Eastman's Elevated. Um, Guy Eastman also sits in on the conversation and, and adds some here and there, and um, you know from his personal experiences with the, with the app and using it, and uh, he's also got great insight into this this Onyx, you know, using it and, and some benefits of it. So like I say, I learned a lot. You guys are going to enjoy it. Eastman's Elevated, Onyx, here we go. All right, I'm here with OnX. Uh, I'm on a podcast tour here with the Eastmans, and, and uh, really fun to visit OnX here in Missoula and uh, meet and talk to these guys. They're such a grassroots company that, that have started uh, in, in technology and in creating these great maps for us and, and being able to navigate. So really fun to sit down with these guys. So let's see if I can pronounce everybody's name right here. We went through it, and so that means I'm instantly going to get it wrong when we start. But I'm here with the founder, Eric Siegfried. Um, I'm here with Zach uh, Sandow and uh, Matt Sedell. Awesome. Um, close enough? Pretty good. Nailed, Nailed it. it. Oh, God. That's, uh, that's the <laughs> toughest part is just getting the podcast started. But, yeah, thanks for being on, guys. I really appreciate it. I absolutely love your products. Um, it's changed the way I hunt and changed the way I scout. Uh, it's just amazing. And, and watching everything transition from the GPS chips to now um, being on, on the apps on our cell phones, it's just been amazing. So congratulations to you guys for all your growth. Thank you. Yeah, we love to hear those stories from our customers, and that's what keeps our team driving hard downstairs. They're, they're rolling away and trying to make maps accurate for everybody. So we love to hear those stories. So thanks. Yeah, it's a... Uh, amazing building you guys just moved into here you guys are just setting it up in here and then you have a another building that that sits close in here and um yeah it's uh it's it's cool to see and and like i say seeing a grassroots company just an idea that you guys came up with and to be able to create this this company out of it it's just amazing to see yeah so i know i'm studying hard on uh Onyx, I pretty much um, live and die by your guys' app, and whether that's on my phone or whether that's on my computer, it's just, um, you know, the, the, the first purpose of having it for me was to be able to tell the difference between private and public, to be able to tell exactly where I was at and to be able to navigate and find these the, these tracks of public land that, that you could hunt on and, and access and get to and have confidence of where you're at, but it's evolved to so much more than that now. Um, now, uh, with the, the topography and, and with the images, the overlays that you guys have, it, it's just an amazing scouting tool. Um, I don't think I could go back to the olden days and hunt without it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be, uh, it'd be pretty hard. Um, I can remember when I moved to Montana in 2001, um, and just spending a whole bunch of time antelope hunting and mule deer hunting with my dad. And we would go back to the same area every fall for like two or three weeks and uh, when I first met Eric and got a hold of one of his chips to put in my Garmin before I even started working at OnX, I went back out in 2010 to that same area. I've been hunting for nine years, and it totally blew me away, like what was actually BLM versus private that I had thought, and I had been using, you know, a BLM paper map, you know, for those eight years, you know, playing it safe, you know, I, this looks like private, and it's actually BLM. I could have shot a buck here or, you know. So you miss out on opportunity, but then it also really lets you find those hidden spots as well. So I, yeah, same way you called it out. Like, I don't think I could go back to hunting (laughs) without a product like this. It's just, 
but it really opens up your doors. Well, so. and I love these companies that are, are designed and built by hunters for hunters. You know, you guys have a connection. You are, we all are all the same. So, Eric, where'd you come up with the idea for, for Onyx? Well, you just mentioned it. I mean, it was all about being able to see where you're at relative to the public and private property boundaries. So I was a hunter. I uh, actually grew up in Miles City and uh, moved out to Bozeman. Then or I went to school in Bozeman for mechanical engineering. Then I moved to Missoula. So each time I moved to a new place, I had to figure out where can I go hunting. So I really had a few experiences with like loading data into Google Earth, trying to figure out the public lands in Google Earth, and then going into the field. Um, but each time I did that, I didn't actually have the the tool with me in the field, so I didn't I didn't know where the public lands were. I had only seen them on the computer screen, mm -hmm. so I I realized I needed the tool where I could actually have the data in the field where I could see my position relative to the public land boundaries. So that was the origination of the idea, just from kind of moving Mile City to Bozeman to Missoula. A lot of hunting stories there, similar to Matt's, where I needed to know those property boundaries, so just kind of had the need like you said for hunters by hunters mm -hmm. yeah and uh, that's where you it, it it was so neat to come out with a chip that was universal for gps's that that worked and um you know every uh, when it started you you could get each state on a chip and you guys still offer the chips and it still works yep. great with the gps um but now you know to have that on your phone and have a screen i can actually see and i can um i can use it in real time to to see country that I want to cover or get to because I can see the topography and the lay of the land and you can see it right there in front of you. So I, I love that, you know, the, when the app came out and now, you know, all the updates, um, you, you know, you get all those updates straight to your phone. So you get all the newest, best information, all the current information. Um, you don't have to, to go on and download the new information, but yeah, it's just been incredible to, to see that and to see the growth of your company. And I can, uh, I can see why it does so well, just because, uh, uh, you know, my love for it and, and my buddy's love for it, like, uh, it's an absolute essential tool now for hunting. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I guess uh, as far as, like, it's really cool, I guess. I, I talked about the stories earlier, just, like, helping people access the outdoors. That's kind of one of the founding stories for us is when I was growing up in eastern Montana, I loved to, in high school, I realized I had a love for taking people um, into the outdoors. So I'd take my friends and family out to the ranch and show them around, whether we're hunting, whether we're just kind of going out and four by fouring. I just really enjoyed seeing the look on people's faces as far as, you know, taking them out and having them realize, wow, this is, this is an awesome thing to do, whether it's hunting or, or four by fouring. Uh, then I took that love to guiding. Uh, through college, I did some guiding in the falls and really loved seeing the looks on eastern uh, folks faces as they came to mule deer hunt or elk hunt in in montana um, so this is kind of just like a i guess the chip and the app are just like this manis manifestation of that love and our whole team's love for helping people access the outdoors so it's really cool to see and like i said we love to hear everybody's stories about how they're just more confident in the field and 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 more successful and able to access more public lands and access all the walking areas and so it's really cool well, and it, it seems to help everybody from, from the 
um, you know, the seasoned backcountry hunter that, that did all his research on maps. Now we have this great tool that we can scout with and hunt with. And, and then also, you know, new people getting into hunting is now they can hunt with confidence that they can go out and know they're on the, the, the right public grounds that they can hunt on. Um, and, and so I think it's, it's helping, you know, everybody from, from the starter hunter to the, to the seasoned hunter and everywhere in between. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing too, that's kind of cool is, you know, it's tar- it's hard to specialize. There's so many different hunters from folks coming from the East to hunt West who have never done it to folks who grew up right in Missoula, Montana, and have hunted out their back door for 20 years. But the thing that we try to do is at least have one thing that will help them be more efficient when they're hunting. I mean, a lot of folks have, you know, three or four days to hunt, maybe some guys are hunting for a month, but it's very sacred time and you don't want to waste it looking for a new place to hunt or trying to access a place that you've seen or just, you know, starting from scratch. And so the one thing we kind of say internally is it's, you know, it's 20 years worth of knowledge in 20 minutes. So you can just pull it up on your phone and you could find a brand new spot and know it. And it would take before not having the app, it would take a considerable a considerable amount of your time to actually know how to access it, where to hunt it, see the topography, see where, you know, the bedding areas are, whatever. And now you can pull it up and see that's a piece of BLM. I can access, you know, a thousand acres and hunt. And I've never been there before. I just pulled up to it, which is, you know, we hear a lot of those stories, especially with new hunters. Um, they, you know, they talk about trying it out and they're kind of, apprehensive about using you know technology for hunting or whatever but then they see it and they're able to at least just drive up into the mountains and find a place they've never been to and actually know where they're at and be confident so they're not worrying about like where they have to hunt they can actually focus on hunting specifically yeah it's about enjoying the experience and and you're so right Zach like you 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 get the benefit of, of 20 years of research, right, you know, at, at, at your fingertips. It's incredible. Um, and that's why that's what the, the team of guys are doing in here is compiling that data. And I don't know how you guys keep up with it, all the current information and all the different overlays you guys have. Uh, it seems like you guys think of what I need before I even know I need it. You know, it's just great. And we partnered, um, you guys have partnered with Eastman's or we've been partners for a long time, but um, we now have a new overlay that's the Eastman's overlay that has our MRS and all our research over at the office that now you can access through the, through Onyx. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great. I mean, we have, for one, we work with the best ambassadors in the industry who give us feedback all the time. And we worked on some, we took your guys' data and you guys were able to help us out to you know add value to the users and put it directly in a digital form but then also on top of that is our customers are great if they don't like something we certainly hear about it but we also hear all these great stories and we eric's done a great job and the company's done a great job putting together talented individuals in the gis and engineer department that are able to with technology we can build stuff quickly and get it out to folks and so we can move on stuff like at the eastman's layer for example or a new requested feature that we're missing or something like that. So the feedback's fantastic. We love hearing it both positive and negative because it just helps us make, it helps make us better. And, you know, our goal is to have enough bandwidth to be able to move on it and continue to actually improve. And so, you know, the Eastman's layer is a perfect example. That's something that has been in the works for a while. You guys had the data and, you know, we wanted to be able to provide that for our users and work together. We had already been working together and, we've tested it out and it was a big success. People love seeing it. It's a huge scouting tool that you can just pull up right on your phone, on your computer when you're uh, supposed to be working, but 
It's, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. And we, you know, we want to just continue to refine that data and just get more accurate and add more features for all hunters. I used it this year to uh, apply for Wyoming antelope. I just browsed around and I knew I had seven preference points. So I was kind of looking at some blue chip units and just started clicking on a few and ended up going with unit 80. Yeah, so right near the home office. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's got a scouting crew here for me, it sounds yeah, like. <laughs> exactly, you got feet on the ground. Feet on the ground. It's amazing when you get that thing. It really, honestly, Eric, it, this product is probably one of the five products that changed the, has changed the face of Western hunting in the last 20 years, honestly. Because like Brian said, now you can hunt with confidence. So many times I've been out antelope hunting and like, reading paper maps and i had a paper map topo map and i had it all marked up where i killed these bucks and stuff and then i got your you know the gps chip i'm like i wasn't even in the right coolie these, these this map is completely incorrect i was like half a mile off but it was hard from a topo map to know exactly where you were because the mm -hmm. roads changed so much out in those two mm -hmm. trackers and and so I burned the map and just used yours. Now my wife says, "You know, we're, whenever we go on a road trip, and I like to have it up and, and yeah. I'm driving down the road, go, oh, that, I didn't know that's public. Oh, that's, that's a nice public chunk. You're, no more onyxing and driving. I'll drive you on it. So I sit in the passenger seat, and I got the onyx going all the time, trying to figure out where's public, where's private. When I see big antelope bucks along the highway, mm -hmm. I might want to come back and look for it in the fall, you know. But yeah. she uses it to asparagus hunt because she, you know, we have wild asparagus that grows on the ditch banks where we live, and she loves to go out and get it, but she's always afraid she's going to trespass. So she's, pull up your onyx. Is that public right there? I'm like, yeah, that's a BLM chuck. Okay, good. I'll go get that asparagus. So <laughs> it's crazy yeah. just the applications that mm -hmm. you don't think about that when you know exactly what's private, what's public, who owns what, where those boundaries are, because most states, they don't have to mark them. You know, that's guys back east maybe a little, that trips them up and intimidates them about the west is you could have a, a pasture and half of it's BLM, half of it's private. But there's no fence. You know the, that rancher's running his cows on the whole thing, and sometimes even yep. he thinks he owns it all. Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Four generations, and they never, never knew yeah. that they owned half of it. Yeah, even in Mile City, growing up there, yeah. I mean, you're just driving down county roads and you're going through sections after section after section of state and BLM land. You don't even know it. It just looks like everything else. There's no signs or anything. Yep. So that's been key key for myself even yeah so. and being able um to adapt on the fly again with that phone app that i just love like you do all your scouting and all your research and have a plan for a hunt and then you you go into that hunt and you get there and all of a sudden the the animals aren't where you thought they'd be or you got more pressure in areas but i'm able to like adapt on the fly and sit there with my onyx program and I, i'm able to figure out where i want to go next and be able to figure out, you know, where the hunting's going to be good, but it's it's really been a huge key to my success in the backcountry. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking of guy was talking about roads. <clears throat> I remember back in like two thousand five, six, seven. I had a lot of experiences with like a Forest Service map. You're trying to figure out. There's a couple of different roads during the forest, and here's this road, this road, this road. Obviously, you don't have the GPS tool at the time, so I'm just using this paper map, and. You know, I take the wrong road sometimes. Just you're looking at the map, and you know, I'm, I think it's this one, and you go down the wrong road, and then two hours later, you're like, ah, oh, crap, it's no, it was this one. So, saving time, it, it's huge for that. And then, I mean, I just remember all those times where I was with the Forest Service map and couldn't quite use the topography to tell which road was rich, which, and you go down the wrong road, and you you just wasted two hours. So, 
I love having that confidence of like knowing, okay, yep, if I'd, I'm not sure which fork to take, it's like, okay, it's this one. I just, I know exactly where I am and it's this one right here. Yeah, so. for navigating um, roads and trails. And, um, and I also like, um, you guys have all the, the wilderness units marked out so you know, you know, where is wilderness and where isn't. And then, um, like I say, for hunters, by hunters, like the, the wildfire map, to be able to look at the wildfires and that, that overlay that you guys put in. And you get to see when that fire burned. And you, you, you get to research and learn new country that, that otherwise you'd never find or never apply for. And I'm like you, that, that Eastman's lair, um, you know, I've got these guys on speed dial, but that Eastman's lair is so good. Like um, I can just look through there and then you can see how many points you have and, and, and where the big ones are coming from. And you can, you can really, all the informa- information is there and concise where you can look through it and figure out where the best place is for you to apply. But yeah, I love that that um extra filter on there it's just great yeah matt you went real mushroom hunting recently yep so yeah i got some experience with the fire layer yeah <laughs> so yeah up in yeah big fire up in lincoln montana so if anybody wants to go pick morels it's hundreds of thousands of acres but uh yeah we went up there last weekend and got a whole bunch of morels uh using the fire layer it's pretty easy right now to see where the fire was because it was yeah. last yeah. summer uh <laughs> but it's super useful i also used it last year on my nevada muzzleloader elk tag so i had a bull tag down in nevada and so i was scouting as kind of post rut um so i knew the bulls would kind of be more bachelored up but i was just looking for the great food sources and uh and just kept hammering on this burn for a couple days and finally found where they were and got into like 10 bulls and got a nice one so they were right right he died right in the fire so it was like a fire from 2014 so that was super useful to find that good feed where they were going to be at and uh, a little bit better visibility. If anybody's been to Nevada, they know at certain places it's kind of hard to uh, to do glassing in that juniper and pinion forest. So, so yeah, that was I was able to scout everything at home, mark my waypoints, figure out the roads where I wanted to go in there. And uh, when I got there, I kind of had a game plan, and uh, and it worked out. So, yeah. Well, I think that's important too. You know, getting it up on your big screen at home and your mm-hmm. big computer really can open up even more doors than what you see on your phone you know but yep. looking at that thirty thousand foot level of your hunting area mm-hmm. figuring out where you want to get that game plan together yep. then put it on a small smaller screen your phone and going in it can really open up a lot of doors being able to look yep. at it yeah and all, so all that scouting all that scouting you can do <coughs> yeah. Screens. yep yeah they're tiny so now you got the big phone screen and then yeah when you're doing all your scouting on on your web map you know, you drop a waypoint that just syncs, you know, through the cloud right to your phone. So it's like you don't have to do any so data transfer. Yeah. Yep. You don't have to figure out how to export, import files, do all that stuff. Everything just syncs in your account to any device. So yeah, that's a really big question. Like people are like, oh, what if I lose my phone or uh, I get a new phone, right? Because now everybody gets a new phone every, well, it depends how often they break their phone. But at least every year or two, it seems like everybody gets a new phone. So all you have to do is just download the app to your phone, log in with your you know, email and password and all your data pulls up that, that, that you've been storing for the last couple of years. So, yeah, those yeah. are things that people yeah. don't think of. That's mm-hmm. the whole like revolution of the cloud is where if you got a new GPS, a Garmin GPS, you had to like transfer all your waypoints over. Now with this, you have an Onyx account, no matter what device you get, you're on your computer, you're on your phone, you mm-hmm. make waypoints, it's all syncs automatically. No, mm-hmm. no syncing, no, no downloading waypoints, no no transferring so it makes it cool and and then we you talked about updating maps that's that's a cool technology that people don't think of how this cloud and and uh, map server technology is changing the game as far as like 
mapping technology. Um, the, I mean, people don't think of like the fact that w when we go to make an update, that update goes up to our map servers and then it's streaming instantly down into your smartphone. So if there's a land swap that happens, we make the change, it goes instantly down to your phone. So that's a huge game changer when you think of paper maps and even you think of like the next generation of like the Garmin GPS, then you think of this next generation of mapping of map server technology. Really nerdy stuff, but <laughs> just think about the high level picture there, how it kind of changes the game. It's really cool to think of, at least for me. I'm a, of course, I'm a map geek here, founder <laughs> of Onyx, so. <laughs> no, you're right. It's so seamless. Um, you make it so easy for us technology-challenged uh, individuals, you know, where, uh, like you say, you don't have to transfer files or anything. Like, uh, once you have your account, like, it's, it's on your phone, it's on your computer, drop a waypoint, and then you have it there. Um, but it's just, um, it, you, you guys make it so easy for us, and, and storing that information, like you say, we can break or lose our phone, and we still have all our waypoints and all the information that, that, we've, that we've learned or gained or done through scouting. And um, yeah, Guy made a good point, like being able to see it on that computer screen is so key. You just get this, this big overall picture, and I love it on my phone, but on my computer, it's almost a bigger picture yet. Uh, of where you're hunting and where you're going to go to make that master plan. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, it's just, it's just amazing. And um, like you say, the, the updates come seamlessly. Everything transfers over. You guys just make it so easy for us guys. All we need to do is just log on and we're good to go. We're scouting. Cool. Yeah, yeah and especially like using, you know, we're waiting for permits right now. Montana Moose Sheep and Go just came out. We're waiting on Wyoming. But a couple months ago, like when we're scouting and looking, the computer's great, you know, obviously – not during work, but maybe sometimes <laughs> around lunch break, stuff like that. There's a lot of folks downstairs that have the app or have yeah. the map open on their computer, and you can be the thing that I like personally is you go to a place that you've always kind of wanted to check out, but you didn't want to invest. You know, you didn't have time, you didn't want to use your precious resources to get out and drive across the state to go look at it. But you can be looking up, you know, use the Eastman's layer, get trophy quality forecast, check three-year average, check out if there's any burns, see what the public land's like, and be able to at least get an idea and then maybe put in, get lucky and have a complete new experience that, and I'm not even just saying this working here, that I think wouldn't happen if you didn't at least be able to look at it before, you know, and this data has always been out there, but you kind of had to jump around, go through some hoops, talk to the biologist, you know, jump on a couple paper maps or look at paper maps, Google Earth. And so if we can just kind of sure that time up and make it so you can go to one place and check it out and be able to explore new country. I mean, those are the best stories we can hear. Oh, you're so spot on. Yeah, it, um, it used to take months just to figure out where you were going to apply. You had to order all your maps and wait for them to show up, and you needed to get, you know, it wasn't just a topo map. You had to get those, but then you had to get the Forest Service map, and then the Forest Service map didn't cover the BLM that was outside the Forest Service. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, I... I've got all those maps. Uh, like Guy said, I think I need to burn all my maps now for, for fuel. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've got bins and bins of maps. But the research would take you a couple months just to get all the information to you that you needed to get started to figure out if you were going to hunt there. And now, like you say, I mean, you can go on and, and look at Wyoming and points needed and different species and different places. And, yeah, it's really let us us hunters explore this lower 48 where there's so many wild places and so many great adventures to be had and now you guys have just made it so easy for us to go to them and i know even for myself i apply for for more states and more species and and i just 
you know, you have more confidence that, that I have this app, I can get on there and I can learn a new spot, figure out where the game animals are and have a quality experience. So yeah, it's really opened up a lot of doors for, for all of us outdoorsmen. And, and also I use it a lot too, um, for river maps, for figuring out my put-ins, my takeouts. Um, like I fish a lot on the Olympic Peninsula and looking for log jams and things of that nature, or choke points, or uh, which channel am I going to take? Which channel is going to lead me to my takeout? Which channel is going to lead me, you know, to the ocean? You know, but it, it's really handy for that as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think you know, hearing all the different ways to use it's fantastic. I mean, even just like if you want to go on a hike, like I, you know, the other day was just. I'd lived in Missoula my whole life, and there was a trailhead that I'd driven by a hundred times, didn't really know where it was, and so I just pulled up the trails, and I was like, all right, we'll go, you know, get a workout in the spring, and ended up knowing right where I went, and honestly, like, you could go explore it for sure and see it, but just being able to, you know, I just wanted to get out and get a hike in, so I was able just to see the trail, know exactly how far it was, and then just head up and knew how much time I needed to do it, and was able to get back to work on time. Yeah, you guys were talking about data layers a lot earlier and you're still talking about it i think a lot of people i i I guess i think back to like 2005 2006 i know a lot of it a lot of hardcore hunters were like using data and overlaying data on it to to help make decisions about where they're going to hunt and where they're going to access um we we obviously tried to make that easier but yeah i just wanted to talk about and again nerding out on maps the ability to overlay like the for the forest fire layer on top of the public lands data like just that kind of data layering technology is what's really key to helping you make decisions about where you're going to go. And, and it's really helps you be more successful in whatever you're doing in the field to morel mushroom hunting, to asparagus hunting, to, to big game hunting. So, yeah. So those map layers, so you start off with a, a base map layer and then, um, what you start off with a base map and then you add these layers on top and take them away too. Like sometimes yep. it gets cluttered if you have all the layers on. So you get to pick yep. and choose which layers you want on there. You, you lay that wilderness layer map on and then you can see all the wilderness units. You know, you lay the, the, the Eastman's MRS layer on. Then you can see all the Eastman's MRS data and it's color coded on there. And you can click on it and choose which species and, and choose trophy quality and choose points to draw the tag and points needed like there's so much information there but yeah uh, that is a really cool feature is to be able to put those different layers on to see what you what you need for the place that you're going yeah exactly like you just talked about the base map so you got the basic aerial and topo yep and sorry i mean we just love trying to educate customers because 20 i believe like 20 percent of our users actually know what layers are <laughs> and actually use them so we want to really educate the 80 percent that don't know how to do this yeah. so yeah, I think, yeah. Right. I think yeah. the average user probably doesn't even use ten percent of the capability of yeah. this product. So I know yeah. I'm one. Yeah. Of them. I'm fiddling around there and find stuff all the time. I, I didn't know they had that. And you guys are adding stuff mm-hmm. all the time. You know, as things become available, or you find you know got a huge team of hunters around here that that uh, you know researching yep. stuff and say, hey, it'd be nice to do this. It's mm-hmm. cool. Let's put that on there. So it's growing all the time. But it, there's a lot more. To, it's more way more than just a mapping software now yeah if you haven't gotten into the layers menu get in the layers menu go try to turn a few layers on Mm -hmm. and off and check it out see what changes on the map just i really encourage you to get educated on the layers because it's really powerful as far as like being able to make decisions in in the field and Mm -hmm. and while scouting yeah, absolutely. And one of the, the coolest things that I've found, too, is that, you know, we don't always have cell phone coverage where we're hunting. And so 
um, you guys have come up with with uh, this system of being able to save and catch your maps. And so, you know, you save and you do your scouting and you catch these maps, which means you, you save them on your phone. And then as you have these these maps saved, then even though you don't have any cell data, you can pull up that map and your GPS still works in your phone with no cell data. So it's pretty much a GPS with a high quality screen. I mean, you're carrying around a supercomputer in your pocket, but to be able to save all the these maps on there and be able to access them, it, it takes that variable out of the equation, whether or not you're going to have cell service. And you can save them and you can get... Um, you can save a broad map where you save 100 square miles and then you can get more detail and you can save 10 square miles and then more detail yet and save you know three square miles or I, I'm not sure exactly what the distance is. Mm-hmm. But it, it's so nice to have those detailed maps of where you really want to go in and then also have a broad map of the entire area. A lot of these giant places that we hunt, uh, like you, Eric, from Mile City, I mean, there's hundreds of square miles out there. Like you can't just save 10 square miles and think you nailed your spot. So to be able to have those broad maps saved helps as well um but but that's a huge key component to to the onyx system and the way it works is being able to catch those maps yeah yeah i guess saving or caching caching is what it's do i have the wrong term what did i catch yeah (laughs) i catch deer too (laughs) so yeah saving or caching maps that's interesting it's it's a challenge for us um at OnX, we want the experience to be a lot, a lot better. We'd love for you to just say, hey, I want to save the state of Montana at the highest resolution. Of course, that's what everybody would want, right? But you think of that high-res aerial imagery, how much data that actually takes up. You're actually creating these layers of images and trying to save those on your phone down to, like, each square mile is, like, its own image. So you can imagine, like, a high-res aerial imagery, how much data that actually takes so we can't allow you just to like click oh i want to save the state of montana crash, crash your phone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would be like <laughs> 300 gigs which your phone doesn't have enough space for but uh it's interesting challenge we're working through and we want that experience to be better but for now we have those different levels of detail that you can save as um like you just mentioned the case in eastern montana like if i want to go out mile city i'm going to go antelope hunting i'm going to go some of these one of the strategies is to like just drive these county roads and look for state sections or BLM sections and and you drive just like hundreds of miles of county roads looking for antelope. Well, you need that lower res 100 square mile type save to be able to do that. You just save like pretty much the whole eastern part of the state with that mm-hmm. with that save level. So, you can do that type of hunt by just saving that um 100 square mile save and then driving driving those 100 miles of of uh county roads and doing that antelope hunt well and then the places that you plan to go hike in and go hunt harder and focus on or where you need to see more topography that's where you need the uh, more of the detail and yeah i think you guys have done great with sizing the maps you have the broad one like i say that you can use to to travel around when you're hunting these huge areas where you don't need to see a lot of topography antelope yeah. hunting you just need to see where's private public where the roads sit and you do get some topography out of it um, but then that the the medium map the 10 square miles is a great map for any place that you plan to hike in and and even you know if you plan to to work farther south in the mountain range or farther north you can Mm -hmm. save another map there or another map where you plan to go but but to have that that detail that next level detail really helps for that um on-site or real-time uh you know looking and navigating and figuring out you know where you want to be and where the critters are Mm mm-hmm yeah, and with most hunting unit sizes in the West, I think, you know, you do the 100-mile size, you can pretty much cover your hunting unit at the low res with one or two, 
save maps. So you're looking at, you know, five or six minutes to, to save the map for your hunting unit. Um, and then, yeah, getting more specific with the five mile or 10 mile box. So even with the five mile, um, save map, which is five by five. So it's 25 square miles. That's, that's a pretty good chunk of land to be, to be hiking by foot. If you're going in for a back backpacking hunts and you're going to get super high res aerial imagery and topo with that so it's it's pretty quick pretty handy tool yeah i i do love how you can toggle back and forth between um the great topography that you guys have and read those maps but also the aerial imagery to see what's actually there what Mm -hmm. what those meadows actually look like um that's such a handy tool to be able to toggle back and forth and then you also have uh aerial imagery and then have the topography with it as yep. well. Mm-hmm. And that's a great tool to see how those mountains lay out. Yep. So that hybrid map is probably one of our most popular ones when we look at the usage. So people have the aerial, the hybrid map is aerial imagery with the, the contour lines on top of it. So for a mountain hunter, um, that's really nice to see that topography kind of gives you that 3D view on the aerial imagery. So um, definitely to see how close those topo lines are steep. You want to stay away. So I've learned or, that lesson a lot of times. I've been fooled by that. You get I know. The aerial, like, and then you, too bad, and you yeah. just look at it in person and go, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That wall looked like about six feet high. That yeah. looks like 600 yeah. feet high. I think that's kind of like, yeah. I have to relearn that lesson every year and maybe all hunters do like, I shouldn't shoot an elk that far in, or uh, I shouldn't <laughs> go through the deadfall every year, but like every year you kind of throughout the spring and summer and, getting excited you forget all those old lessons and uh you kind of get after it again i guess that's one of the things i enjoy is reliving some of those memories that's kind of part of part of it as well (laughs) yeah i think the next layer needs to be a perspective layer yeah so it's no problem with the program but i feel like superman when i'm scouting i I am climbing all over that mountain range i'm like well i'll have this covered in three days and i'll have to move on to the next mountain range and then you get there and it's so much bigger yeah yeah, than you imagine or than it looks on a screen you know but that's more my problem but yeah we need the deadfall layer for sure i'll stick some good engineers and GIS never, folks on it never go back figure it out never climb this ridge again yeah <laughs> yeah stay out of here and, and like a uh, guy said those uh, topo lines it, it doesn't look too bad when you look at the map but boy you get there and it's just a, a vertical wall that's a thousand feet and you go well i'm not going to make it up that thing today or i'm going to have to go around that one but uh yeah just believing what you guys are showing us should be a layer too yeah <laughs> yeah i've got an elk spot where Year after year, it's a, it's an old burn, but it's about 10 years old now where the burn is, and it just keeps like, you know, you get those windstorms, and you'll just get more deadfall stacked on each, you know, you used to be able to hunt it, but finally, I'm just like, okay, this, I'm not doing this anymore. As soon as they get like four high, it's like, no, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> Find a new spot. Oh, those elk love those spots <laughs> yeah. too, don't they? That yeah. deadfall is has got to be some of the most brutal country to try to make your way through. Uh, you're talking a couple hours to go a mile if you're lucky. Oh, and and uh, like you talked, once they start stacking up, it's not just climbing over one tree that's got you. It's when you look and it's a, a puzzle or a maze of trees that's 10 mm-hmm. feet tall where you're mm-hmm. trying to climb on them. And then if it starts raining, you, know, snow. Yeah. you, you may just have yeah. to live in there. Yeah, slipping and sliding on that stuff it's pretty dangerous too i always worry i'm gonna like stab your leg get my leg caught in there but it is worth it sometimes (laughs) get through some of that stuff and you get to like elk haven well and even we were just bear hunting eric and i were out this last weekend and the gentleman we were with ended up shooting one and just terrible deadfall and going down it was like you know it's tough and you're jumping through but honestly like the critters are there like it was hanging out in there because there's not a lot of people that want to go in there. It's pretty nasty country, and 
the one thing that's it's tough because you don't you know it takes a lot of your time and effort to get in but once you do it's like all right generally pays off and what is kind of nice is if you happen to find a good trail in there you can find your way back with the app and just track yourself right back and make sure you follow that same way back out and that way you know like it's always looking at it, it's like you there's the known suck that you just did and then there's the unknown it's like all right do i take a chance this could be five times worse or it could be 10 times better like you yeah, know and right. being able just to know like okay we did this one it was manageable Let's just follow our track back out and just go right back up the same way we came. Oh, that's a great tip. So that's one of the tools that you'll use is the tracker on there, and then it'll track exactly where you walk and the trail you walk on. And then you can use that to get in and out of those nasty places because there is a there's a flow to country, isn't there? And even that deadfall, like if you can get on those good trails, like you're saying, it can lead you in and out of there, yep. and, and they are game-rich in there. Yeah. Like those animals – you know, they, they don't get pressured in there, and so that's where they refuge. But, yeah, if you can find your way in and out, um, I, I'm going to have to start using that tracking tool more to, to map in, you know, the different trails mm -hmm. I use to get in and out of basins or in and out of canyons or deadfall like you guys are talking. Especially that's during the daylight, like yeah. ma mapping those good oh. trails out during the daylight. and Because, you know, a lot of times you have to get an animal down or your glass until dark, you're heading back to camp in the dark, you know. So mm -hmm. finding that same trail back and making sure it's safe, especially when you're in the mountains, cliffs, deadfall all that stuff so. yeah and those those tracks will sync right to your phone you can name them you can date them what however you want to organize them and it's just you know it is nice being able to see even just how far you've come people always love to see you know i hiked x amount of miles today or whatever but the biggest thing for me is just knowing like this was a good trail i got in pretty easily i want you know it's dark i want to follow the same thing and just have a breadcrumb that you can just follow your way right back out Oh, man, that's so handy. Yeah, I have to practice that more. There, there's just so many features to Onyx that um, I find myself learning all the time, too. And um, it, you just have to apply it to your hunting and use it and get familiar with it. But, yeah, um, Onyx, like I remember a few years ago, um, I like hunting that breaks country. I'll hunt that every now and again for bulls in there. And um, I love that archery tag in there. And um, we were hunting elk in there. And that country... Um, it, it's these these vast coolies and canyons in this network of them that that just go on for miles and miles and 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 you'll get going and you'll get chasing bugles or get chasing elk and, and pretty soon you'll end up 15 20 miles from your vehicle you've crossed four different roads and and then you you get that adrenaline takes over and you're chasing this bull and you're trying to get an arrow to him and all of a sudden the sun's going down and you've crossed you don't know how many canyons and coolies and you're 15 miles from your truck and i had one night where we chased a bull like that me and my buddy all the way till dark and we didn't get him and then it started to get dark and then um and then the fog rolled in and there is no way i would have made it out of there if i didn't have onyx maps and if i didn't have my truck marked on my gps and yeah. i didn't have the breadcrumbs so uh -huh. we did have to you know Kinda. probably hike some extra canyons and coolies you know i yeah. would i would have loved the breadcrumbs at that point mm -hmm. but just to have that spot of where my truck was i never would have found that thing without it i, I i'd still be lost out there yeah no yeah. absolutely and even like mule deer hunting last year i was up on the canadian border and it's flat so complete contrast to what you're talking there where i'm not even dealing with big coolies but overcast night the moon wasn't out and it was just pitch black and we knew our pickup was parked somewhere on this county road and we're walking and we're just kind of blindly walking across the prairie and ended up using the road and we're like okay we know there's took a right about a mile down the road our car should be right around here mm -hmm. and you know we tried to get close enough that we could hit the 
unlock button to kind of get, get the lights flash, <laughs> but it is kind of a hopeless feeling when it's dark and you can't see the roads. You just can uh. see the 15 feet in front of your headlamp, and it it can happen anywhere, and it's just nice. It's a little reassuring to be able to see, like, I know there's a road a mile up there. I just have to hit the road, and then I can just walk it back and forth until I finally find my rig. <laughs> yeah, you'll always have a situation like that. Like, once every three years, you'll get into something where you're like, oh, man, I wish I had marked my truck or something. I, I know uh, the last couple of experiences, like I guess it was probably 10 years ago, I was guiding in near Glasgow, and we got this mule deer with the hunter, and uh, it got pitch black. You know, we're getting this thing dressed out, and, you know, it's getting late, late, late. Now it's, like, pitch black, no moon. And it's pretty flat, like sagebrush. It was like a sagebrush flat, and we had parked, thankfully, near, like, a power line so I could get someone oriented, but I didn't have it marked, of course, embarrassingly. And uh, started hiking back, and I'm like, I know it's around here, and the hunter's like, it's, like, way over there. I'm like, no, it's, like, right around here. And it just didn't. I was, like, pretty scared at that moment. I'm like, geez, I don't even know where it's at, but <laughs> at least I could see the power line. I'm like, okay, it's got to be there, and sure enough, all of a sudden we see the reflection of the uh-huh. license plate. Like, oh, thank God. We'd already gone past it and had to yeah. come back. And then, like, four years ago I was in Idaho. I was elk hunting for the first time in Idaho. And... uh chasing there's this herd of like 150 it opens october 15th herd of like 150 they're bugling the night before you know that was october 14th um october 15th comes around in the morning and they're over there on this hillside again bugling so anyway some other hunters got on them and and started shooting so they scattered everywhere but i ended up doing this big hike down the ridge it's like a 10 mile loop and it just got got late and late and late got dark and then all of a sudden here's the snowstorm like blinding snowstorm so you're just all disoriented you're just trying to like look at your gps to see where the trail is and try to stay on it but you don't think of the safety aspect sometimes but every once in a while if you're if you're out there quite a bit every three years you'll get the reminder of how important it is to have like that truck marked or that backtrack function on yeah or even like you guys say because you do forget to mark things sometimes or you get complacent and you you know you don't mark where your truck was or leave yourself a trail but just being able to look at that and figure out the road you were on you know you can make sense of it and figure out where you need to be and where you need to get to but the uh, you feel so helpless when you turned around or when you don't know where you're going or you do get that lost feeling and you know, any of us have good wood savvy where we could stay the night and walk out the next day or whatever the case is. But like a big snowstorm, like you're saying, or you go the wrong direction and really get turned around like in that fog and you walk the opposite direction of where your rig is. Yeah, you could get in real trouble in a hurry. But it's just so nice to to have that and have confidence that you can be able to navigate any country, no matter if it's dark, raining, snowing, foggy, whatever the case is, you can get back to your vehicle. And um I think it gives us hunters more confidence in the mountains too to to keep exploring and to keep going further where you know when you were just um navigating off maps and things you'd get way back into those wilderness and into that 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 back country and all of a sudden you don't want to get too far from the trail you know your trail is your highway or your way out and when you're navigating off those maps um it, it was just a different feeling where the onyx has given me so much more confidence in the mountains um as long as you got a good charge on your phone and a i carry a portable charger with me too so i, I never run out of battery but i just it's such a tool for me that um it's a necessity now yeah no we appreciate that we love hearing that and that is one thing you know unfortunately like we have to work under the constraints of the phone and that is one thing when you save your maps it won't drain your battery as much because it's not constantly looking for service so you can throw your phone on airplane but 
you know, it is a great idea to bring in a little external battery. You can get them, you know, there's all sorts of different ones. I have one on from Amazon for like 20 bucks and that thing will charge my phone like three times and it's always with me. I'm always going to carry my phone no matter what. So it just, you know, it makes it nice, but just making sure like if you're going to be using the app quite a bit and, you know, being prepared and make sure you can charge it up and have your map saved, you're usually pretty good for, you know, one to 10 days. Yeah, the biggest drain on your battery is the the cell phone. When you're in like out of coverage, in coverage, it's trying to search for the coverage. And if you're like in one of those zones where you're in and out, that thing just will drain. That's what will drain the drain your battery. So save that map and then go into airplane mode, and that battery will last way longer. So Eric, does the just to clarify, does the there's more drain on your battery searching for a signal than there is using the the screen you know, the display. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's the biggest yep. 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 concern exactly. you have is accidentally not putting it on airplane mode. And that, that phone is just burning its battery, trying to grasp yep. its signals. That's exactly. There, and you go from 80% down to 20% and then like, you're in yep. trouble. Cause yep. You got two more days. Yeah. Yeah. You yep. probably notice that you'll get on Ridge tops. Now, even in the mountains, you'll get like one bar. So if you have that thing that's still on searching for cell data, it'll, It'll try to get that one bar. You go on top of the ridge, it's got coverage, it's trying to get that coverage. And then you go down on the ridge, you lose it, and then you're back up again. And as long as it's searching for that signal, that's what will drain your battery the most. So yep. if you can get the map, the map saved and then you can go to airplane mode, then you've got – it'll actually last the whole weekend. I mean, I'll use my phone a whole weekend mm -hmm. if I do that. Yeah, just take your phone out of, cell plane mode, out of airplane mode when you're on top of a mountain. You want to turn yep. it on for five minutes, maybe get some text get messages some text or something, get a call out. And put it back into airplane That's mode. That's a great tip. Yeah. <coughs> so go have it head and cache or catch those maps, whatever you want to do, <laughs> either or. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's such a great tip because that it is uh, such a, a big part of the equation is having enough battery to, to be able to look at it enough to be able to navigate and use it. Um, that little external charger, like you say, from Amazon, 20 bucks, um, those things are worth their weight in gold when you're in the backcountry and, yeah. and using your phone. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, another one too for battery is the screen, like the brightness actually does take away from your battery. And a lot of times folks have it on like max and you don't really need that when you're outside, you know, it's overcast, you can see it. So turning that down and putting on airplane mode will save your battery. Honestly, I mean, it's almost like 2x when you don't have it on and it's searching, it'll burn, especially like iPhone batteries aren't great. They tend to go, you know, get, I, this runs out a day of just using it when I'm searching, you know, but if I throw it on, it's good to go for a while. Oh, that's another good one. Um, I've got my screen, I'm sure, on the brightest setting, just burning <laughs> my battery up. <laughs> that's another good one to turn that down. Okay, well, um, that'll take me an hour after I get out of here to find the right setting, but no, that's a great tip. Yeah. Um, you guys have any other uh, good uh, backcountry cheats you use with your phone and with Onyx that you would recommend to our listeners? I mean, we covered mm. about everything, but uh, what's the secrets of Onyx in here that, that you guys are using? Yeah, I mean, we got, you know, we got some cool stuff coming from feedback, but one we've used quite a bit is being able to share waypoints, you know, like different hunting locations. Oh, and so, yeah. like my parents, for one, they live in town, but they like to know if I'm going out somewhere, just the general area I am. And I just pull it up and I, you know, I have a bunch of waypoints saved in these hunting areas. And all you do is just tap on it and then it'll pull it up in a text. I can send it to them and... As soon as they tap on it, it just opens the app. And so they don't actually need a paid membership to do that. If it's if they don't have one, it'll just ask them to install it. And then they can see right where 
not my current location where it's tracking me, but they can see the general area I'm going. But we've used that for, you know, if we got a bear down, sharing that spot for buddies coming in. Because there is service, you know, a lot of places in the mountains. There, a lot of time there's towers right on top. So we use that this year just to share a spot so we could meet up together to pack out. Okay. And so, you know, obviously you're only going to share with loved ones and good hunting buddies. But <laughs> Don't share to all your yeah, contacts. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Definitely not like send all. But being able just to, you know, share that spot. Or if someone's going into an area and you want to, you know, show them where you're going to meet up just being able to share a waypoint to it it'll pull it up right on their phone and then it'll sync back and forth so they can you know i could log in on wow. your phone and it would be on there wow um so yeah so walk me through that one more time because this is what i'm going to use i've got to meet my buddies in a camp this year and mm-hmm. so you there's a, a feature on onyx where i can share it and then i just plug in their phone number and it sends it right to them and then they open it through there how does that work yeah Zach, so explain you, that one time all you gotta do is when you pull it up you'll have your little waypoint on there and once yep. you tap on it in the top right corner it's just going to say share and once you hit okay. that it's going to pull it up and ask you how you want to do it. And you could take that link and put it on like an email or whatever. But okay. generally, if you have service, just throw it in a text and you'll send it. And all they have to do is once it once they receive the text, they just tap on it. And it's going to open the app on their phone and show them right where the waypoint is. Oh, that's so cool. So I'm going to save, use that, that, one save that waypoint into their into their folders for them. Yep. Oh, wow. Oh. So, yeah, that's also the meeting up camps. And that's the big one. Yeah. A lot of people are using it. Where to, where to meet for camp or, yeah. And keep Elk the down. wife or husband happy button. Yep. Yep. That's the share waypoint. Like you said, if you adapt your plans in the field, a lot of times you'll make yep. an adaption. That's what's cool about Onyx is you can make that adaption, um, but now you can actually send it with send it to your wife or your husband. Yep. And uh, yeah, I don't have a husband, but yeah. <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> make yeah. it a so like a good safety feature. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Looks like you, you get to a know. trailhead, or you're like, you know, you, you tell somebody, I'm going to go to this trailhead. I'm hiking in for th- four days. But then you get there and conditions have changed or weather and you decide to drive around to the other side of the mountain range or something. But you can then, you know, send that text, you know, when you've parked the truck finally and let somebody know at least where your truck is parked or whatever before you head into the field. So that's another great one. I use that. Yeah, that's yeah. Safety. I think safety is kind of the big, a big part of that, that mm-hmm. I've, yeah. I've taken advantage of with the family. Mm-hmm. No, that'll be nice I, um, to be able to check in a little bit more and um, send waypoints like that. I need to be better at that as well, just mm-hmm. to let people know where I'm at and where I'm hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you're trying to kind of get away from things, but in that, you know, in that same breath, you know, you don't want your family to worry about you. And you also want to be safe if you don't come back. They, they know where you were at and where to look for mm-hmm. you. Um, but, yeah, that's a great feature. I like that. Well, it's yep. so fun to sit down with you guys. Um, I've picked up a bunch of tips that are going to help me this season, and I know our listeners have too. Um, you guys just have, like like Guy was saying, one of the most revolutionary uh, uh, tools for, for hunters and for outdoorsmen uh, in the last 20 years. It's just been amazing how much it's changed my hunting and my scouting, but I, I just can't thank you guys enough for your product and all your guys' hard work and then sitting down and today on the podcast and support of the podcast, support of Eastman's. Uh, it's just a great relationship, so thanks a bunch of you guys. Thank you, guys, and thanks to all listeners and our supporters over the years. We love to hear those stories about how it helped you be successful or how it helped you have a great time in the outdoors and keep them coming. Mm-hmm. Sounds awesome. good. All right. Thanks, thanks guys. You. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. All right, guys, that's a wrap. Um, yeah, fun podcast. 
sit down. I know, you know, having uh, four or five guys on a podcast is the max, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's really fun to have these group conversations and, and to have people put their input in. And um, I, I just, uh, I really enjoy them and really enjoyed those guys. Uh, that Onyx is, is uh, such a, a great company run by great people. And um, yeah, that. The, I call them the technology cheats really help me out on, on some of these. I know I'm going to incorporate it into a lot of my backcountry hunting this year. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm on their app. I think I'm their biggest user. I joke that I'm their biggest user. I'm on that thing nearly every day, sometimes twice a day. Uh, just looking at the hunts I'm going on and, um, it just lays everything out for you. Roads, trails, uh, topography, you know, aerial imagery, uh, it's just absolutely amazing. It's, it's worth every penny. Um, they, you know, you can get all 50 states on there if you're traveling around a bunch, or if you're only hunting one state, you can get a one state membership, but, uh, just absolutely amazing app. It's so handy. It's, it's so, so it makes you so effective in the backcountry. So, anyways, I just want to thank those guys for for being on the podcast and for making such a, a great program that that really helps hunters out. And with that, yeah, just um, get back to training here and working. And um, boy, I've been busy with with family and construction work, and and uh, then planning these hunts and uh, get my training in been running like a madman lately but um what a what a great way to to see the mountains you know you just cover so many miles and you go ultra light and then you go so fast and uh i just love being in the mountains i love the grind of running up those hills and and, and really working my lungs out and my legs out they're just on fire and and then I, I love once you make it to the top and make it a handful of miles back and you decide to come back and you've gained, you know, whatever, 1,500 feet of elevation, you just get to cut your legs loose and just rip down the mountain, um, you know, run those five, six-minute miles, you know, makes me feel fast anyways, even though it's downhill, but such a great workout for the quads too. You know, my legs and lungs are, are dang near just as much on fire as when I'm going up, but um, I have really been enjoying it. I've ran the last... 10 out of 11 days and uh yeah i'm just um starting to peak for hunting season and uh man do i feel good um nice and healthy and um the bow shooting better than ever and and uh, legs feel better than ever i'm just i'm just ready to check out for a couple months here and um hit it hard and, and uh see if i i can't go have some fun or i know i'm gonna have some fun see if i can't uh find a couple trophy critters to, to put a stock on and hopefully send a perfect arrow through so i'm getting really excited i know you guys are too um hunting season is just right around the corner so keep working hard towards your goals incorporate a lot that we talked about today on 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 x you know in your in your own hunting i think it'll really help out so um yeah we'll check in with you guys next week uh thanks as always for all the support i appreciate it